There is a space where you are all you need, where you are all you want. All there is is here. Welcome to the Source Connection, conversations about who we truly are, the possibilities of creation and the new earth we are birthing, with your host, Tara Long and Liz B. All right, welcome everyone to another episode of The Source Connection. Uh, my name is Tara Long, and I'm here with my beautiful co-host, Liz B, and her sparkly, not sparkly top today. <laughs> We're going to start uh, with just a little silence together, a little grounding together. So go ahead and get in a comfortable position, whatever that is for you today. It doesn't have to look like anything in particular. Just something that feels good. So you can close the eyes if that also feels good. And tune into the breath. Feel yourself breathing. Feel your body taking those in and out breaths. Slow and steady. Feeling yourself here, in your body. Feeling yourself now, in this now. Coming to this moment. Where everything is here for you. Everything you are is here for you. Everything you think you want but aren't already. Just remembering that it's here right now. And there's nothing you have to do to be worthy of that. You already are that, whatever it is, you already are. So think of some qualities that you think, oh, I'd like to be this, or I'd like to be that, or I'd like to feel this or that. Just feel those qualities now. No need to force anything, just let it come naturally. Let it show up with ease.
There's nothing to fix. Maybe some change is required. Maybe a change in how you show up or how you respond. Maybe some change in awareness. But nothing is wrong. There's nothing to fix. Just loving yourself as you are. And being so grateful for all the blessings and gifts in your life that are already here, that you see and that you feel. Just letting all of that be in you, being alive in you, embodying you, radiating out of you, around you, radiating to others in your world. Being the light that you are just by being yourself. When you're ready, just move around a little bit if that feels good, or take some nice deep breaths. Do what your body needs. Then you can come back to the space that you're in and open your eyes if that feels good, or you can just keep your eyes closed and listen to Liz and I as we have a chat today. (laughs) Thank you. Mm, You're welcome. Mm, all this tension surfaced mm. interesting spots mm. yeah I see you I feel you mm. yeah seeing all of it feeling all of it no hiding from ourselves. Hmm. Yeah, today really feels like um, a day to talk about or explore these many, sometimes major transitions and from one thing to another inside of us and often outside of us in the world or in our experience. Mm. 
this major, like a lot of things leaving, it feels like for me, a lot of things coming up to leave, to see, and then to let go. And because as we move into this new, know, new earth, new paradigm, whatever we want to call it, um, is it new? I don't know that it's really new, but I don't, also don't know that we've experienced it on this planet before. So I could say that it's new. I think what's coming, what's here already. But in order for us to transition with it, the requirement is that a lot of things that we thought we were or are, you know, that we let go, let them go. You know, if we don't, they'll burn us up. It's my feeling. Yeah, that level of... If you can't drop it, you can't you can hop on the train. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, all aboard, but only... <laughs> Train has left the station. Right. <laughs> right. Yeah. Mm. Train has long left the station, but, you know, there's still opportunities to hop yeah, on. There's stops, right? There's so. stops along the way. There's still stops you can get on, hop on, you know. But how much baggage are you bringing aboard? Because this train does not allow for... You know, I mean, allow, yes, we're always allowing our stuff, but in terms of if you're attached or holding on to it and aren't willing to look at it or have space to explore it, then, mm. you know, yeah. When you're talking about letting go. What's been coming up for me recently, it's a lot of my own ways of thinking, of relating, of yeah. boxing myself in certain constructs of how I used to think things needed to be or were. And then taking a hard, closed look at, oh, is that true? Is that mine? Did somebody tell me that or is this my experience? something hmm. and then a good process that I've been going through is just sending it back if it's not mine so also wherever that's coming from can return to its wholeness of whatever alchemy needs to happen in that at that level um yeah. and also so many little ways that who I think I am mm -hmm. or how I'm supposed to be mm -hmm. versus who I'm showing up in every moment. Who I think I am is beyond this realm, right? And then what are the things that get in the way for me to remember that mm -hmm. and embody that? So for me, I've been feeling a slowness that feels really good. Mm. 
slowness and not rush, even though I feel like time is getting away from me. In a way, I don't feel like I want to rush anything anymore. Hmm. And I think that has to do with a lot of death that I've experienced in the past couple of years, too. Yeah. Um, Yeah, so shedding. Hmm. There's a lot of shedding. Yeah. And really, you know, looking at unresolved stuff, things that still yeah. linger, and either that being beliefs about myself, like I said, or ideas about things, and things that are still there to be, as you said, seen and acknowledged and, and, and processed and integrated, right? Because if they're still coming up, there's something for me in it and what's in it for me, mm-hmm. the spiral. Sometimes I think that in this process, we feel like we're going in circles. I think that we're going like this. Mm-hmm. There are There is a circle, right? But it keeps getting deeper and deeper. It's not mm-hmm. just this thing that just yeah. stays on the surface and just keeps spinning. It's itself. not a closed loop, yeah. It's an right. open, it's an open spiral. Right. Keeps going. Right. Also, yeah. sometimes the spiral goes like that. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Or, or like this. <laughs> <laughs> uh, for those of you listening, we're going in all directions with our spiral. <laughs> so, um, yeah. Yeah. And just, and also integrating that multifaceted level, right? That what spiral could be going like this, like that, like this, all at the same time. Yeah. And so how do we really experience that multidimensionality mm-hmm. in every moment? Yeah. Yeah. And and even being for me, it's like being really clear, so crystal clear, getting more and more clear on what I am and I'm not um what I do and don't want, what I am and I'm not willing to tolerate or mm. kind of put up with in a way, you know, like, of course, we can say that a lot of things in our experience are reflections and mirrors, of course, but sometimes it's just, an, you know, I've noticed for me, especially in relating with people, a lot of it is just a clear, like a boundary, like, no, that's not Maybe I used to be the person who would go, okay, that's okay. That's an okay way to treat me or that's an okay way to interact with me. But now it's, it's very like, no, that's not. And, you know, and so it's really just knowing myself deeper and I'm it's speaking practically, you know, for me, it's been showing me, it's showed me a lot lately with relationships, you know, with men specifically and recently having split from uh, longer term partner and you know like oh okay like so much so much opportunity there for to see things that that's not me anymore and no I'm not going to do that anymore and you know it's beautiful it's just all the stuff that's just like you said shedding 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 and coming to such a clear place that can seem ruthless or like you know ruthless in a way of like um you know, there's like a softness or, or like, oh, I'll, I'll tolerate or put up with that, or that's okay, because I see the best in someone, right? And I can still see the best in someone and say, no, no, that's, and these are subtle little things. These aren't like, 
there's no abuse or anything going on um, like that. But could be self-abuse, you could say. There's, there could be self-abuse, you know, and not um, setting your boundaries clear enough. Yeah. They, you say subtle. They are, they are subtle yet they have a big impact. And that's one thing I've been lately really noticing is the subtlety of things, the things that are not said, the things that are not really being um, acted upon and, and how much we communicate in so many ways. And it's not just language, right? It's yeah. when one shows up, how words match actions, how... Yeah. Um, we communicate with our bodies, with the body language, with our lack of presence or presence, mm -hmm. or whatever that means in whatever way. Um, and yeah, when you say uprooting, I was just using that word yesterday, just there's this really profound shift that I'm feeling personally, and I think we can relate there's really a lot of weeds getting pulled out, like things that, as you said, it was just like, okay, well, that's all right. It's fine. Whatever thing. And it's like, well, is it fine? Is it okay? Really? Is it really okay? Deep down? Uh -huh. No, no. How it transforms and what changes that's TBD because that's the process. Yeah. Realization of, like, oh, yeah, that works for me. I like that. This doesn't work for me. Why does it not work for me? What am I contributing to that? Right? Also taking a hard look at how I've set things up to get where I am now, where maybe something it's not satisfying, but what, what was my piece in that? Yeah. And how do I either have contributed or contribute to it being this way? Mm -hmm. And... I think that where it can get tricky is having the realization, right? A lot of people go and do ceremony, plan medicine. Um, they do processes where those things become really clear. And then you still have to do the work. Yeah. All right. Yeah. <laughs> okay. I got the company yeah. and I realized this. This is wow, insightful in every possible way. And then? Yeah. And then what? <laughs> yeah, it's the action taking of like, okay, now you have to actually do the things to create that picture and that vision that you saw so clearly within yourself that is what you are and is what you want and is your next evolution of you, iteration of you. Yeah, and that can be really hard things to do. Yeah, and again, pointing back to one's internal processes and once that clarity comes of what needs to be done or shifted or acknowledged or integrated process, there's so many different things. How do we relate to it, right? That's the shift that happens internally of how you're able to shift like things that have been ingrained or um, chosen by us. And so 
once it gets clear and you start, you know, taking steps towards that shift, whatever that means to you, setting and writing, alchemizing a new pattern of being, relating and all of that, then everything else changes. Mm-hmm. That's just inevitable, right? Yeah. That's where I think a lot of people in the big, the collective awareness gets it, gets confused because it's so much easier to point the finger and say, well, you're not doing that for me. Mm-hmm. You're not creating what I need, but okay. Recognizing that there's something there. Now, how do I turn this to, because I'm only responsible for myself. Yes. I cannot do somebody else's work. I cannot want somebody else to do whatever the work that I think that we need to do. And so always pointing back to our own internal compass of recognition, the surrendering, the knowing. And so how do I relate to this and what do I need to do or how do I need to be? What is the perspective shift or even encompassing because sometimes... We're looking at it from such narrow lens. Mm-hmm. How do I open yeah. up and understand and what's my part in it? Because that's mm-hmm. what I have control over. Yeah. And a lot of times if we simplify it, you know, we do these things that feel like we're compromising ourselves um, to get love, right? It's It's to get validation and love and something that we don't feel we have outside of ourselves. So we're so we're yielding a lot or we're, but that that's up to us to do that or not do that anymore. I know for me, that was, you know, am I doing this? So that's the question. Am I doing this to get love or am I doing this because, um, because it, I actually feel the love in me that's moving towards that because it's, there's love there. There's more love, but it's coming from me. It's not coming from me wanting something outside of myself. I know that that's been a big process for me you know um like I was talking about earlier in relationships so if I'm just really taking all of myself back and I'm just really doing it from a place of loving myself and I take this or this or this action and then this person no longer works out or wants to be or whatever it is then you know then that's kind of a natural progression but it's not that's that's not easy (laughs) it's not easy to do but you know, it's not using being green. No, baby. With my latest explorations, um, you know, with energy work, a lot of past life stuff has past life stuff has been coming up for me for people I'm working with. Um, and there's just so much stuff that sometimes get carried carried over. Mm-hmm. And a big realization was that one of the ways that still is somewhat imprinted in my being, recognizing love is through drama and pain. Yeah. And so sometimes as I was saying, getting a broader perspective on something allows for a little bit more room and flexibility for us to understand that it may not even be something necessarily that we can put our finger on exactly. Mm, yeah. Yeah. But there's a bigger 
play happening. And also another piece for me has been the deep gratitude that I felt for the ones who trigger me into returning back into my own sourcing. And so when the triggering happens or when things don't go the way that I want them to go, it just keeps pointing back for me to find my own essence and my own self. And for that, I feel deep gratitude. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Anything that that um, allows us to point back to ourselves more and more in any time there's a, yeah, that like wanting the love and then it's not there or asking for it and then it's not there. It's always the opportunity to come back to ourselves and bring it all back to our wholeness, give it back to the wholeness. Yeah. Like we were saying before. And yeah. Yeah. So for me lately has been about slowing down, recognizing the weeds. And when I say the weeds are just the things that are just either overgrown or just don't fit anymore. Right. Yeah. Grieving through that because so much energy has been put into it. So there is a dissolution and there is grief. I've spoken about grief before, but man, what a rich teacher grief is and how much it allows me to return to the present, to Mm. return to presence, because I am reminded that the way things are, they, things cannot be kept the way they are forever. Yeah. The experience here is timed, yeah. right? And um, <laughs> one of the things I learned through my death midwifery training was that everyone has an expiration date, literally, like this, this experience yep. expires, right? <laughs> it does, inevitably. Mm-hmm. And also my other spiritual exploration of like, did we just all of a sudden agree that we have to expire in this experience? Was there a time where that didn't happen? Was there a time where time was different and yeah. 500 years felt different and people right. lived? Right. So yeah, I do also think that maybe at some level we collectively agree, collectively agreed that, oh yeah, we die. Right, yeah. it's, it's, it's finite or it's yeah. this way or whatever way because it has yeah. shifted over time. Mm-hmm. If you look at life expectancy of what it used to be, and I mean, and even if you look at accounts of you know yogis in the mountains that have lived hundreds of years, what is that yeah. all? Right? right, or even thousands. There's accounts of people living. So, and is that you know possible to return if we wanted it? You know. Sure, anything is possible, right? Anything is, if we wanted that and if we were living in a way that was actually sustaining and life giving and, you know, from our pure love and not from the lack and fear, which is the setting that we've been on really for our whole lives that we've been here and many, many other lifetimes and probably thousands of years on this planet. But that's all new. It's all changing. It's all changing. You know, yeah. we have the opportunity to be a part of it if we want to. Right. Yeah. yeah. So even as we're talking here, I'm having all these swells of emotions mm-hmm. and and just the feelings of 
the grief, but to me, grief is so connected to connected to gratitude that it's just like it just flourishes. Yeah. So it's the you know the, the the grief of like oh yeah that's never gonna happen again and the, the grief that and, and the gratitude that it happened and the gratitude all. Yeah. just you know take it all in and um mm-hmm. and also when we feel the tension between us and another and the gratitude that we get to actually experience that and again it points us back to ourselves right mm-hmm. yeah I was um and working with a client the other day and I and she was afraid that um this thing that is going on for her would just always be going on like indefinitely just forever and I said you know the one thing I do know for sure in this life is that everything changes everything changes always and it's huge changes right now but so that's something we can you know, that bring talking about grief and gratitude. I mean, the grief of it not ever being that way again, but the gratitude that it happened at all, and just the knowing that everything basically is temporary. Right? Everything changed. So even if you have, you know, so to that point, to my client, you know, for her was that there's suffering right now, and it seems like it's going to be going for infinitely forever, but that's impossible. That's not going to happen because everything changes, and you. Your life is your medicine. Your life will sort it out and sort you out. Even if you didn't do anything, it would still change. So we can at least have that, you know, knowing that everything changes. Yeah, change is inevitable. Yeah. Really is. And nature shows us that so beautifully through every season. And I know that nature is different in different places because some places you don't experience seasons. The yeah. same, way. but if you look closely, there is always there's always change. Yeah. And it may be not a grand magnitude like somewhere you have four seasons of the year, but if you're really noticing, there's always change and death and renewal and and yeah. birth, and I mean it's it's a constant, you know, just yeah. movement. Yep. And, and expansion and contraction and ups and downs and all of that. So why would it be different for us right. if we are nature too? If we are nature, yeah. yeah. Well, I think that's a beautiful place to wrap up our sweet little episode today. <laughs> yeah. So the invitation um, is... Yeah, allowing yourself to feel all of it and allowing it to to go when it's time to go. Maybe bringing some awareness to, is there something for me right now that wants to transition or wants to change or wants to transmute? You know, am I holding on to it? Um, Is there something I'm attached to or is there something I can actually let go of within me um, around me. Yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. And let us know. You can um, let us know in the comments. You can find us on, of course, YouTube, Odyssey, Spotify, on our website, thesourceconnection.us, where you can get our manifesto for free there. And we also have a Patreon. You can find us at the source connection. 
there as well. So we hope to hear from you soon. We love feedback, comments, questions, anything. We are here for you. <laughs> Everyone. Bye, guys. Bye.